Hey there, welcome to Science Fiction. I am Salim Sutterwala, and as always, I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you? Good evening, uh, Salim. Good evening, chat. What's going on? How's uh, everyone's evening? Hope, hopefully well and cool, not hot and sweaty and, and nasty. Definitely. It's hot and I hate it. Um, <laughs> But it is what it is. Cliff, thank you again for joining us. Um, yeah. Are, are you safe from Ezra Miller? Have you marked yourself safe yet from Ezra Miller? I haven't gone to Hawaii, so I suppose so. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm waiting for when they fire this guy. Like, they need to get rid of him. It has to be done. Like, they like people have lost their roles for less. Now he's now there's like reports of like he has a lawsuit against him for grooming. It's like, come on, man, get rid for of this guy for grooming. Uh, like he apparently he had uh, he had like this just turned 18 year old girl, he was like bribing or doing some stuff like bribing or, or like until she turned 18 or something like that. I don't want to get mm. too much into that, but um, but yeah, man, he's just. The dude's a problem and he needs to be gone. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, we have a fun show tonight. Uh, a lot going on. We're going to be going over some fast flicks and then we're going to be talking about the uh, Black Adam trailer that released last week on Wednesday, which is why we couldn't uh, talk about it because it was during... We had already planned our show, and it like literally came out like maybe two hours before or a couple hours before. It was the morning, or was it the morning? I can't remember. I I can't remember exactly when it had come out, but it had come out that morning, I guess. So we really didn't want to talk about that since we had a show planned. And then we both saw Jurassic World, or is it Park? I can't. I was forgetting World uh, Dominion. Um, and we're going to be talking about that as well. So first to start. Let's get into our fast flicks. Yeah, so the first fast flick I saw was interesting. Um, it's like, I mean, I don't know if it's like major news, kind of major news, I guess, because considering the what Marvel tends to do with a lot of CGI special effects for their movie. But uh, there's going to be like a bunch of Halloween specials on Disney Plus, and one of the the uh, one of them is going to be Werewolf by Night, which we briefly talked about in the past uh, because of Moon Knight. It's like Moon Knight first was introduced in a comic book for Werewolf by Night, so uh, we were just passingly talking about that, but. It seems that they're going to be doing mostly like practical effects with the show. Um, so that like there's like an evidence of like a crewman that who was working on the Halloween special, uh, and and a screenshot of a message about a stunt performer who is full like werewolf makeup. Excuse me. And according to that uh, member, the MCU Werewolf by Night will be filmed using practical effects while. There may be some like CGI touch-ups um, at the end, at, like in maybe like post-production, um, and it's like kind of surrounding the Halloween special comes at something. I guess it's something or a surprise to people because Marvel, like I mentioned, 
has leaned towards more like CGI based special effects. Um, I think they had done um, practical effects for uh, Captain Marvel for the scroll, but but for the most part, yeah, like Marvel does a lot of CGI stuff. So that should be interesting. Like it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. What are your thoughts on that? Are you do, that, do you care or do you think you're, you're excited to see that or what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't care like all that much, but like uh, as you're saying, mentioning Moon Knight, like as we were all speculating, uh, and also like the rumors of Werewolf by Night showing up in Moon Knight, uh, and he didn't, uh, whether he was cut or they just didn't have time to figure it out, uh, whatever the reason may be, uh, he didn't show up there. Uh, but still, hearing this is more of a confirmation that yes, it's actually happening, there is going to be. Uh, Werewolf by Night uh, Halloween special, and yeah, that that like Anubis wolf like monster in Moon Knight was totally all CG. Um, yeah. So hopefully, this means that it will look significantly different than that. And obviously, it being practical effects is going to look more real. Right, right. That's I'm interested to see how it looks compared to the other stuff that Marvel tends to do or MCU tends to do, I should say. Um, I like to I always I always say Marvel, but I mean MCU just because MCU is different compared to like Sony Marvel. So I, I always kind of mix them up sometimes. But anyways, moving on, our next fast flick. Uh it was announced the spot will appear in across the Spider-Verse. I guess that was the biggest update that in the Myra, in uh, one of his uh, like big rivals or villains in 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 the comic book of Miles Morales is the spot. Uh, will no, let's say that it says this, or most formidable foe. I guess I don't know. Um, yeah, he's not a, he's definitely voice. not a big villain. He's like one of the most obscure villains of Spider-Man. Well, uh, I know in, the, in general Spider, but I I, I thought in he he had a more prominent role in the Miles Morales uh, universe. But it's going to be voiced by Jason Schwartzman, um, and there was a brand new image that uh, as we can see here of the spot. Um, and I think this might be only the second time they've sh- portrayed him in media, uh, because I don't if you remember in this uh, in ninety Spider Man animated series, uh, there was an episode. Where he's working for um, uh, Wilson Fisk, he's a scientist who, you know, kind of discovers a way to por- use portals to kind of get across from town or like places, essentially uh, any places he wants to go to, like to a bank or to another place here or there. Um, he's not really portrayed necessarily as a villain. He's more so like misguided, and then he kind of. Shows and in the '90s animated series, I should say at least, he shows up to be more of a good guy than a bad guy. But yeah, uh, what were your thoughts on on the spot on this news? I'm not entirely sure. I believe he might have been in some of the more recent Spider-Man cartoons. Was um, he okay? I, 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 you know, I haven't watched them, but I I feel like I've seen images. I don't remember. Uh, I'm, you know, I haven't like you know, I haven't watched them, but I feel like I've seen images of. Like newer artwork, uh, animated artwork of him, but I could be wrong. But yeah, he's just a scientist, so he has these black spots that are not a part of the costume. They're actually the teleportation 
spots on his costume that can be removed because they are not a part of the costume. Um, and he can place those anywhere and he can basically teleport himself, you know, to where one of the portals is or and like in that image, Spider-Man might try to punch him and he punches one of the portals and he basically doesn't connect because it, you know, his punch will go through the portal and it teleports to somewhere else. Um, so he makes him very hard to uh to hit he's very very dodgy very very slippery type of fellow and just seeing him in this art style is really what's going to be really cool because he's just this huge white mass with these black spots and then seeing that on the on the frame rate that is into the spider-verse or spider-verse movies uh it already looks cool plus the art style of the movies uh, so he doesn't look like an average character, but he has like exaggerated uh, limbs and, and arms and heads and stuff like, you know, just the art style. I think it's just going to be really cool. Again, he's a very, very obscure villain. He doesn't have a whole lot of comic books or screen time before um, all of this. But I've always loved him, like I said, from the animated series version of right. him in the 90s. Um, I've always loved this character. And uh, I, I every time, like, I always want to see more of this character just because he's so goofy and but it's still like at the same time he's he has he doesn't have super strength he's not going to uh, uh pick up a car but he can teleport a car you know he's still very hard to to to, to deal with and he's just kind of a cool character to see uh, interact with spider-man so that's why i'm always hyped for the spot yeah, it'll be interesting um, as we find out more about the movie. It should be exciting for sure. Um, so moving on, uh, next fast flick uh, was uh, Joker 2 was announced. Uh, Joker fully a Dukes? Ducks? Deuce? I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Lady Gaga is in early negotiations to be Harley Quinn, and the movie is supposed to going to be a musical. Uh, what are your thoughts? Are you excited? So, so um, the first Joker movie, I, I'm not 100% sure how I feel about it because I watched it more recently, maybe like a year ago. And honestly, I fell asleep watching it. And I don't know if it was because I was super tired or if it was actually a bore and I fell asleep watching. I'm not sure. I'm going to watch it again eventually. But um, it didn't do a whole lot for me personally, like the parts that I did see. Um, so I'm not super excited for the movie, but I know a lot of people did like it and, um, seeing like Lady Gaga being attached to this, hopefully it goes through. Cause I do think that could be pretty exciting if it's a musical, because that's like a whole nother thing too. Um, if she's attached to it and she's making music, so the music probably is going to be really good. And then the, the you know, the sounds of it is going to be really good. And hopefully the writing and all of that, uh, like what type of direction they're going to go uh, with these two, again, in a pre-Batman world, uh, or as you say, Batman may not ever come to be in this world. We'll see, like, just wonder like, how they're going to do it uh, in general. But um, I would love to see Lady Gaga as Harley and see what they even do with that relationship. Uh, just a quick one um, for this title, which again, I don't know how to perfectly say it, but uh, Joker Foley Adu, I believe, would be okay. how to say it. 
that in itself is referencing a medical term for an identical or similar mental disorder that affects two or more individuals, usually of the same family. So I believe that title in itself is reflective of Joker and Harley Quinn going through their whole relationship. And that's probably why it's titled that way. That's my assumption in the very least. So um, I'm excited for that much of it and seeing what they do with these characters. Yeah. Um, the movie itself will be like, it's, it's kind of very interesting that it's a musical. I wonder if it's going to be kind of like, it's just them hearing music because they're both kind of crazy. And then everyone else doesn't hear the music. It's just them. I wonder if it's going to be something like that or, but, um, the first movie, I, I so I personally thought the first movie was overrated. Like I thought, like I heard a lot of people say they loved it. Like they, mm-hmm. everyone was raving about it. And then I watched it. I was like, okay, look, Joaquin Phoenix did, Phoenix did a really good job as Joker. Like definitely great acting. But the movie itself was very mad to me. Like I was like, yeah, like I don't like like I don't ever feel the need to rewatch it again. Like you know, there's certain movies that you want to watch again and. Even if it's like you didn't absolutely love the movie, you still feel like, yeah, you know, I, I think I'm going to throw this on. Um, I I have never felt the need to watch that movie again. Like, it just, I felt like it was over-glamorized for certain parts of what it was, like the whole Joker pill and all that thing. Like, I thought, you know, they tried to they tried to make it look like he was, like, they kind of flipped, you know, the, the Tom Thomas Wayne and being like you know like the capitalist greedy capitalist and and things like that but in the end they kind of just show him actually being a crazy guy uh a joker that is because he's hallucinating his relationship with that uh lady um he kills his mom so who knows if his mom was also crazy and hallucinating things that he was supposedly um thomas wayne's son that could have been a lie we don't know that that just seems like um, like it, it kind of it kind of contradicted itself in the end because if they were trying to set him up like you know doing that reverse thing where you know like the elites are just stomping down on the less than fortunate, that ending kind of to me kills that um message because yeah this guy is just crazy in the end <laughs> he's he's not he's not a victim you know. Um, so yeah, I just, I just didn't think much of the movie. I, I thought it was like, okay. Like I said, again, Joaquin Phoenix, great job acting wise as the Joker. Uh, and then his job in general in that movie with the way he has his performance. But like, I just thought the storyline, the movie itself was whatever. And yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do here. It's a, it's, it's a nice change. Like, you know, they're not trying to do the same thing. It's, it'll be interesting, uh, where they go with the storyline. So um yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, in that regards um any final thoughts on that and did you have any more thoughts that you say i was wondering if joaquin phoenix had been in any uh, musicals before like if can he sing yeah John, well johnny cash he was he played johnny cash so okay and yeah, i believe I'm, he sang his himself like he sang in the that movie okay yeah i was looking at his um his movies so I wasn't really familiar with a lot of his prior work but um yeah then if if that's his his resume then okay I'm more interested in because I do think like 
like I, I don't do a whole lot of musicals, but like if the whole movie is, or like not the whole entire, not like a hundred percent, but like there will be major set pieces and major moments that are just sung. I can see that working fine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, so the next uh, fast flick we have it was announced Thunderbolts movie in early development. Uh, Jake Sheer to direct. Um, I guess not a lot is known yet about the movie. At least when I was looking at, it, I don't know if you found something different. Uh, but in the comics, they're kind of portrayed as a team of anti-heroes. Um, I think similar to like the Suicide Squad. Um, if you will. Uh, so I guess it'll be interesting. I don't know. Did you find anything else about this movie that um, and any other details? In particular? Um, I think it's just too early. No, I didn't do any deep dive, but I highly doubt there's a whole lot out there because it's still too early. I mean, we're just now talking about a director uh, and we've already had several discussions about what we think, what we wanted out of a Thunderbolts movie, what we think is coming and we already know that like red hulk uh at this point would either not be in this movie or would have to be recast with uh the actor passing away uh, fairly recently but <clears throat> excuse me the the thing about the thunderbolts in general they are usually a team of villains or mostly villains that are you know very similar to suicide squad going out and having to complete tasks on the behalf of the government um, but sometimes there are heroes mixed up in there. Like you can see in this picture, there's a winter soldier, there's a cage, there's Electra who kind of skirts the line. There's ghost rider here. And then there's also legitimate villains too. So I mean, that's Punisher back there. So there's, you know, they skirt the line uh, or they're just, uh, straight up villains that have been arrested and then have to work down their sentence or being manipulated or whatever the, whatever it is. Uh, to be more heroic and do things um, for the government in, in general. So um, whether or not this is going to be, you know, big screen stuff, if it's going to have Black Widow, you know, Yelena in there, if it's going to have Hawkeye in it, if it's going to have Luke Cage in it, uh, or any other secret characters that might pop up. Uh, we also have that um, that one character played by Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, um, the uh, Valentina character right. that has been around in the background in all these Disney Plus shows, but we haven't seen her for a little while. And um, you can assume that she'll be involved in that. We've got U.S. agent there. Um, you can assume he'll be involved in that too. Um, but other than that, not really um, any information just yet. It's just kind of an announcement. Right. Um, yeah. So, like you mentioned, the Red Hulk, William Hurt, passed away. Um, so I don't know if they would replace him and um, and cast someone else to to play uh, General Thunderbolt Ross. Um, the Punisher. I mean, technically, he's an anti-hero. But that's what he's portrayed as in the comics. So because he kills people, so um, he is a fan favorite still. But he's still, I think addressed as an anti-hero um and that's what they are they're supposed to be a group of anti-heroes now luke cage being on it is interesting i never remember luke cage being an anti-hero so um i don't know if like 
it's bad to be taking money to save people. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, that, there's that, but also it's not that, I mean, just in general, Luke Cage is, is not, I mean, he, he's street, right? He's, he'll, he beats people up. Um, sure. Like, he's not just yep. like, I, I am want to save the day sort of thing. He, he's very intimidating of a character from time to time as uh, along with taking money for hero acts of heroism. Um, you know, a whole, whole lot of extra things going on. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know the context of him being involved with Thunderbolts cause I've never read Thunderbolts, but I know he's somewhat involved with them from time to time. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, moving on. I think that's all we really have on Thunderbolts. Uh, Justin Lin was set to direct one punch man. So it's like a hugely popular in both Japan and just around the world in general. Uh, the story of One Punch Man is of Saitama, Saitama. Saitama, a superhero who can defeat any opponent with a single punch, but he seeks to find like a worthy opponent after going bored by a lack of challenges. Uh, basically, he just kicks everyone's asses. So he's just bored and wants to find someone that can you know uh, match up to, with him. Um, I, I I guess this is probably more up your alley, right? Because this is a Japanese anime. That is correct. Um, That's why I put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never, I mean, I've heard of this, uh, but I've never watched, uh, read or watched anything uh, about this. Uh, go ahead and give me your thoughts on this. Like, uh, how much do you know about, obviously, around just uh, the regular uh, story uh, that you know about and then, like, what what you're looking forward to about it as far as the movie? So yeah, I love One Punch Man, and I'm glad this like this this news is relatively new. It just came up when I was researching for today, and uh, yeah, this is pretty pretty cool. I don't want to say it's necessarily big news, but I'll definitely be keeping my eye on it, and I'll try to explain One Punch Man because I actually I had a car ride. Uh, if you don't know, um, I do rideshare and I had a rideshare maybe a year or so ago and I was talking to a passenger and I brought up like, you know, we were talking about animes that he watched and he didn't watch a whole lot. And I was trying to convince him like, Hey, you should watch one punch man. You should check that out. And he's like, Oh, what's that about? And at the end of the conversation, he didn't sound all that convinced. So I'm going to try to do a better job of selling you on why you should watch one punch man or why it's cool um better than what i did there uh with him so you have to first off uh one punch man is a satire it is not like to be taken entirely serious like i, I guess like uh, people do with marvel and dc stuff it is actually a satire of those things so kind of like the jackie chan uh drunken master it's kind of more you? like how deadpool is a satire of all um, of the um marvel movies because and how refreshing that was if you remember back when deadpool first came out people right. were having a, a pretty extreme burnout on watching comic book movies like guardians of the galaxy was around that time and avengers and people was like okay we're getting tired of all the same old stuff and every movie is the same and you know, you know all the safe 
Disney friendly stuff. And then Deadpool comes in there and does what it do. And people love Deadpool because it's so different and it makes fun of the genre and it's uh, super funny and fun and it's refreshing. It was, and it turned out to be a lot of people's favorite superhero movie because it's right. so different than uh, all the other movies that were coming out at the time and still to this day. One Punch Man. Well, go ahead. It's entertaining. Yeah. Not saying the Merc with the Mouth. He's entertaining. <laughs> exactly. So One Punch Man is not like this, you know, super uh, gritty or uh, raunchy sort of Deadpool. He's not that type of character, but it's more of it is, again, a satire of the superhero genre. It's very self-aware of all of those things. Uh, again, it was what you said, Saitama, the One Punch Man. Uh, he has the power, he is strong enough that he can defeat any enemy, all of them, every enemy, doesn't matter who it is, with one punch. And he wants to find someone that is worthy, like, you know, someone that's challenging to him, but it's not that he's doing it for noble reasons or anything like that. Most of the time, he's actually aloof of what's even going on around him. He'll be trying to shop at a grocery store to take advantage of a coupon that he found in the newspaper that's, you know, five, five cents off a pound for watermelons. And then maybe a villain fight is happening across the street, but he's like trying to get these watermelons or something like that. And all of a sudden the newspaper is destroyed and the coupon's gone and he turns around. What's going on? Oh, you guys are fighting. I'm really pissed because now I can't save my money. I was, I had plans to buy these watermelons and now I can't do it. And now I'll, I'll actually fight you. And then what, and I'm just kind of going through it, but it's, it's like how silly it is. But then the, you usually have a, each episode is the villain showing off how powerful they are. They're beating up other heroes that are really well-known and really powerful. Uh, they're destroying the city. There might be like a giant. He's like, 10, 10 stories tall and he's picking up buildings and throwing them across the city and making craters with energy blasts and he's like super powerful and it's like you can never defeat me look how powerful i am and then saitama comes up there and just like that and he just flying out and he just obliterates his face and he's dead and his whole face is smashed in or something like that and it's super fun because then now saitama is not like yes i've saved the day no he's not like that at all it's more of man i thought you were strong Ugh, not yet another weak villain and yet another boring day for me and i can't even buy the watermelons i was trying to buy because he wrecked my freaking coupon today sucks that's that's the type of character that saitama is and he goes from like super goofy and kind of like relaxed state but then when he gets pissed off he goes like like if you go back to that picture um aldo the picture of him on uh, the, the screen here with the, the oh, back one. Yeah, like the picture on the right, he's like super serious. That's when he's like really pissed off. But when he's like actually relaxed and just chill, he looks way more cartoonish and goofy looking most of the time. And he's very almost aloof looking. So it's it's a side, uh, excuse me, a, a satire is super funny. Um, it has a lot of great characters, a lot of really cool um, things going on. It is very superhero-y sort of stuff going on. Um, he does find some more challenging villains over time, but 
the story does still in the same way he is one punch man so you can kind of expect what happens it's just the entertaining part is how they get there uh to the one punch man part of it like you know how the fight's gonna end but at the same time how do they get from you know the beginning to the the end how quickly or how long it takes uh that's the fun part of watching the show and hopefully the movie obviously if it's going to be like say an hour and a half long they'll have plenty of fights for him and plenty of situations so it's not just a um here's a fight you know roll credits it's over with sort of situation <laughs> nice uh yeah, that'll be interesting. Like I said, I, I haven't... I'll check out maybe uh, the series a little bit just to see. I mean, it's kind of... Like, I do like martial arts stuff, so that's it's not, like, that far away from the things that I'm interested in. Um, so yeah, It's, it, it it's funny that you mentioned uh, martial arts. So he doesn't know martial arts. He's like, it's, a, oh. it's one punch. It's, it's oh. not a martial arts punch. It's He's literally... It's that one punch. Oh, okay. He, his power set, like, honestly... One, if you just compare this character to any character that you've ever known, Marvel, DC, any other fictional thing, this character is probably the legitimately the most powerful character to have ever exist because he can literally punch any person, anything, any whatever it is, one time and it will be absolutely obliterated. And he can, he's also super tough, like, he's like as strong and tough as superman is can take punches uh even like dark sides omega beam he probably just like brush it off um uh, sort of stuff and he can fly supersonic speeds survive in space without breathing um and all this sorts of stuff like he he is like a legitimately re- overpowered uh, but in a super fun way. So it's presenting him in a goofy way makes him more interesting. And then his supporting cast, the other heroes, the other villains and stuff make the uh, the world more interesting. Yeah, it will be, will be fun uh, to find out more about the movie as it unfolds, um, see how they're going to go about that. But now we're going to get into our main topics. Uh, so the first thing we're going to talk about is Black Adam. They did release, like I said, we did, did release a trailer last week. Um, and in case anyone hasn't seen it, we're going to go ahead and play the full uh, trailer right now. The, or the official first trailer right now. Black Adam. What have your powers ever given to you? Nothing but heartache. I was a slave until I died. Then I was reborn a god. My son sacrificed his life to save me. Now, I kneel before no one. In this world, they're heroes. I feel the pain of my city wherever I go. And they're villains. Heroes don't kill people. 
Well, I do. My vision has shown me the future. You have two choices. You can be the destroyer of this world. Or you can be its savior. That's up to you. Behind you! Did he just catch a rocket? He got a rocket. the trailer for Black Adam. Uh, very good. Hey, did, Carl, did you know that uh, they did not put extra padding in the rock suit? That's just all him? That's just his muscles bulging out? Yeah, not needed. That's just uh, money saved. <laughs> <laughs> the rock. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's definitely uh, his, his moniker fits him. <laughs> because he's built okay. like a damn boulder. Uh, but I'm yeah, so curious on the beginning part of the movie where he's not right. super jacked. If they did CG for that, or if they use a body stand in, right? To uh, before he becomes Black Adam, obviously he's going to be um, shown as the. Uh, uh, I think he was he started out as a slave, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, the a lot of a lot of different things to take away from this trailer. I mean, it looks fun. It looks really cool. Like. Um, like an exciting movie, different than most um, comic book movies that we'll see, just simply because uh, Black Adam is an anti-hero, so he's not your average superhero. He does kill. He's well ruthless. Um, he has a code of conduct that he lives by. Like he doesn't kill innocent people, uh, at least to my knowledge. I don't remember him ever killing innocent people, but like he'll he he will kill. Um, uh, like his the bad guys basically. Um, I know he's I know he doesn't get along with Shazam him and Shazam just because he he had the powers first and then he's kind of like you know should uh, Shazam uh, mad that Shazam has them uh, now. So yeah, I know they I know they're they fight, but I think for the most part, to my knowledge at least, and I could be wrong. He's more of a guy that, like I said, has a certain code of conduct that he lives by, and his code of conduct is being ruthless as possible to the bad guy. Um, yeah, so it'll be. It'll, it looks like I said, it looks fun. Um, what are your thoughts? Just, uh, just, just on the trailer, like before we get into like these various couple of different things we want to point out. Um, just on the trailer, uh, it does look cool. It does look fun. I'm glad it's it's coming. If you know if they delayed the movie for so long, like when they when did they even announce? It felt like that was such a long time ago. They announced The Rock uh, will be Black Adam. It was well before even Shazam even was started production. Um, so that had to have been like 2015 oh, or something. It was a long long time ago. Time ago. I, I think he. I, 
this might be like a fan choice too, because I think fans were rooting for him to become Black Adam, and then he's like, "Yeah, I would love to do it." And then I, I think from there it just kind of went into, because um, I remember, I think I remember seeing as far as back as like 2015, uh, like him having a credit as Black Adam and I on IMDb, and then like it got removed. Mm-hmm. And it was just like it was there, like it never had a year. It just it was there that he was gonna be Black Adam, but like there was no script, there was no like anything talked about. It was just that Black Adam is coming, and yeah, um, he's he's obviously soon in four months uh, we're gonna get to see the movie. Uh, but yeah, let, let's get a little bit into uh, into the bits and parts of the tra- uh, trailer i know like they show the full look of the justice society of america so they show carter hall aka hawkman dr faith aka kent nelson al rose uh, rothstein aka adam smasher and then maxine hunkel aka cyclone uh carl if you want to throw up or carl although if you want to throw up that picture yep uh so they show them um, and you get a decent look at each one of them and what they're gonna look like in the in the movie. I'm 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 super excited about Doctor Fate. Like he's such a cool character. Like in the comics, um, obviously he's the the helmet is what like anyone can be Doctor Fate. Like it's not like a you know bestowed on a certain person. It's just like a kind of it's almost kind of like a it's kind of like not only it's like an honor in a sense, but it's also kind of like a, a, a curse, if you will, because your whole life gets taken from you mm. um, to who you become. But it's like he's like, you know, he's essentially like DC's version of Doctor Strange. Um, but yeah, it's I'm excited about uh, what they do with Doctor Fate. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if if they continue, if they switch up who Doctor Fate is eventually. Like I know right now they have Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. But it will be interesting to see if, you know, at some point they change. Just because, like, in the comics, he's changed quite a few times who, who like, who wears the helmet. Uh, Dr. Fate, obviously, is always Dr. Fate. But, like, the person wearing the helmet that becomes Dr. Fate uh, always changes. I think there's, like, multiple different people that have done it. So that will be interesting. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Justice Society of America? Uh, well, just to throw just a couple fact, or maybe just one fact, though, is that the... Uh, the group again uh, that we see in the trailer, all these other heroes, uh, represent part of like a, a comic book version of the Justice Society of America, which predates the Avengers, it predates the Justice League. This is like the first, uh, if one of the first, if not the first big superhero teams in comic books. Um, again, like well, well back into. Uh, before the justice league and it has you know all of these characters uh it didn't have black adam because i don't think he was a character at that time but it had uh, other characters like basically all of the original like the original flash and the original green lantern uh and so on that were from the 1940s and, and uh uh what, what were their names jay garrick and uh so on like those those characters aren't showing up in this movie but this is right. still just a version of that um just to throw that out there um hawkman's on that team as well and he's in this movie i've personally again i don't 
know a whole lot about DC Comics. I just kind of like skim over the facts, uh, skim over the the, the characters and stuff uh, over the course of my life. But I've always had this thing where I've loved Hawkman and um, Hawk Girl. I just kind of always been gra- gravitated to them. Maybe it was because of the Justice League animated series from like back in the what was it, the 60s or the 70s that right. kept on re-airing on TV when I was a kid because I used to watch that all the time. Uh, but I've always loved that character. So finally being able to see uh, see Lee's Hawkman uh, on the, the big screen live action is going to be really fun for me. Um, I don't know a ton about the lore. I just know he kind of he dies and resurrects all the time. Um, so I don't know how strong he is. I don't know what other things he does other than fly and hit things with a mace. But for whatever reason, I've always gravitated to that uh, character. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then we also have what was a cyclone. I don't know anything about that character at all. And Adam Smasher, I don't know anything about that character at all. Um, I barely know anything about Dr. Fate. Like you said, is very, very Dr. Strange like, um, and visually I, I love the way he looks on camera. I love the helmet. I love the gold. Um, interesting that they went with Pierce Brosnan, uh, just in general. So I don't know how long, uh, he, he intends on, um, doing superhero stuff. If there's going to be a Dr. Fate movie in the future, like I would think, Pierce Brosnan wouldn't want to do like a small role all the time, but at the same time, uh, like how, how long does he want to be Dr. Fate is kind of a, kind of in question for me personally, where I could see Aldous Hodge being Hawkman for a long time. I just don't see Pierce Brosnan doing Dr. Fate for very long. Which, which, which is fine because like you said, Dr. Fate is like, there's so many people that play Dr. Fate. So um, the, the, it's more important that the helmet as opposed to um, like the Dr. Fate character itself as opposed to who's inside the helmet uh, more so. Because like I said, it's always someone you know new uh, over the years that ends up playing him. Um, I, I like Aldous Hodge. I, I'm, I'm a fan of his. I'm, I, I'm like from back, there was a show on TNT that used to be on um, Bert, I forget what the show was called. Um, but it was a fun show. Uh, he used to be on that back in. Let, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, I know one thing. Like I, I was, I always wanted him to be Blade. Like he was a guy that I really thought would be a, a, a good Blade because um, he fits like the age range, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, and like, yeah, he's just like a really good like, leverage. Leverage is the show, and it was such a fun show. I, I love that show back in the day. But yeah, he's he's such a good actor, uh, and I love that he's he's like grown over the years as such a, a gotten bigger roles and stuff like that too. So I'm excited to see him in here as well. Um, and I don't really know a lot about Cyclone to be honest. Um, I know a little bit about Adam Smasher, but that's just from like uh, the Justice League show, uh, the animated series, and like um, he's. Uh, he's he's in that second season, I want to say. So yeah, but like I said, I'm I'm interested. Oh, and the other thing with Cardo Hall, he was in CW, the CW, uh, origin one of the original um, members of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. 
Okay. Like he he was on the cast on like the first season, I want to say, uh, her him and Hot Girl, uh, and then they left after one season. Um, but yeah, that that's this will be interesting to see. Like I said, with with them involved and um, to see how how it all plays out. Um, the second thing I wanted to mention, um, so they have uh, a, a character that's part of. Black Adam, um, who actually plays the wife of Black Adam, Adriana Tomaz, uh, who's going to be played by Sarah Sahi. We see her in one scene. She's sitting in that um, the bus, or not the bus, the van, uh, and where where Black Adam cla- cla- uh, catches that missile, and they're like, oh, he caught the missile. Uh, so, yeah, she's in that van with him. Um, so, like, it was it's in the comic she becomes Isis and I guess I was reading a little bit in about about the movie and they kind of hinted towards her possibly going that route eventually. Um, I don't know if it'll be in this movie. I don't know if it's gonna be like maybe a, a post movie a post credit scene or something like that. But it, in, in in general, so in in the comics. Um, the comic she's like a refugee who's who's like enslaved and brought to black adam as a gift and then black adam kind of frees her uh when he does that he finds out she isn't like afraid of him and she's like very vocal she she like spends like a couple of weeks with him and kind of changes him a little bit and his perspective and how how he could uh you know as far as how he can looks at the world differently um and once that happens, he ends up like retrieving the magical amulet uh, from uh, the tomb of his wife and children, um, and gives it to her and gets the powers like kind of conferred to him, to her, uh, and she becomes Isis because of that. So, I guess it'll be interesting to see like as far as how they change the story for her, um, how much they will change. I hope they don't change too much about her because she is a strong-willed character in the comics, like a person like that's so I'm hoping they don't change too much in that regards, but uh, obviously the storyline itself will be interesting to see how they go about, um, because it seems like she isn't in the same like in the past with him. She's kind of in the presence when he um, when he wakes up again or whatever, uh, because uh, well yeah that that's gonna be an interesting uh, angle there as well. Um, any thoughts on on Sarah Sahi and Adrian Atomas uh, and all that? Uh, yeah, nothing to add there. Okay, excellent. Uh, so yeah, we'll move on. Uh, the next thing it seems that the the city of Kondak is where the Kondak will. It's where the movie will be set. Um, over thirty six hundred years ago, it's where Black Adam was born. That was his birthplace, uh, and in the comics, and uh, so he he obviously he's a slave at that time, and then he takes over from from the king, um, and kind of then becomes a ruler of Kondak. Um and then in the comics in the modern times, Kondak falls under the rule of like the, a dictator named Asim Muhammad or Muhammad, uh, who eventually overthrows is overthrown by Black Adam. Um, and the Justice Society of America members, uh, and then it gets executed by Adam Smasher. So 
it's it, obviously the Justice Society of Amer- America's in here, or like characters from the Justice Society of America's in here. So it'll be interesting to see what like essentially end up being the storyline if it's going to become something similar to that, where they're trying to get back uh, the rule of conduct from this, you know, this dictator. Uh, in particular, uh, being a seam. So that's going to be interesting. It'll be fun to find, see how they go out about for that. Um, any final thoughts on Black Adam before we move on to uh, Jurassic World? Um, only that uh, just what keeps in mind when I think of Conduct and, and Black Adam is that he always puts Conduct first. Like he right. is uh, very, very, very protective of his city, of his people. Um, I don't know like how he treats them personally because I don't I don't I don't have a, a lot of personal knowledge on Black Adam, but that's one thing that I know is that he is city and people first over everything. He'll do anything to keep them protected um, from the outside world, from anybody, whether it be Superman or uh, Brainiac or whatever it's going on. Um, he always. Uh, protects them first so it's kind of like I'm, I'm thinking like dr doom how he how he feels about latveria um i don't know i mean because i know like dr doom doesn't treat them poorly in latveria but he still like uh puts latveria first over everything else right um so yeah it'll be interesting uh excited about the movie obviously it's only four months away so we don't have too much longer to wait um, on that movie, and then right, at, like I think a month after that, uh, Shazam comes out, so that'll be fun as well. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if if there's any mention of Shazam, maybe towards the end, or even like a post credit thing, um, or if he'll show up in the Shazam movie somehow. So that'll be interesting to find out as well. Um, yeah, so Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, we'll give our thoughts on that and discuss uh, a couple other things. Uh, but first, we're going to play the final trailer of uh, that movie just in case uh, someone hasn't really seen that or just kind of get a, a good feel to it. Blue, you had a baby. That's impossible. Hey, girl. You look just like your mother. I promise you, I am going to get her back. Genetic power has now been unleashed. We made a terrible mistake. The doomsday clock might be about out of time. gonna survive what matters is what we do now i can use your expertise you coming or what a baby raptor i made a promise we would bring her home you made a promise to a dinosaur yeah what everybody hold on to somebody 
So that was the trailer uh, for Jurassic World Dominion review or Dominion review, Dominion. Um, Carl, I'll let you go first. I'll give me your thoughts on the movie, what you thought, how you liked it, um, and so on. So before last week, I had only seen the first two Jurassic Park movies. So Jurassic Park and Lost World Jurassic Park. Those are the only two that I've seen. I rewatched those, and then I watched all of the other ones. So Jurassic Park 3, then um, Jurassic World, and then uh, Fallen Kingdom, I believe, is the last movie before watching um, this movie. And <clears throat> just uh, real quick, I actually like all of them except for Jurassic Park 3. Uh, that one's yeah, that's yeah, it's awful. <laughs> that, that one's not too good. That, that's where it was a good end. But for what it's worth, the Lost World is fine. Jurassic Park is a classic. Obviously, I really liked Jurassic World a lot more than I thought I would. And then mm-hmm. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was uh, pretty good too. Like I, I, I walked away from it actually really liking um all of those movies and seeing dominion again i actually liked it so uh despite what the critics have been saying like i've been seeing like the 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 rotten tomatoes critics score is like rotten for the critics but then the audience score is like 70 or 80 percent something like that so most people walk away liking the movie uh, and I'm one of those. I thought it was a pretty solid movie, uh, not a perfect movie. Uh, it's actually one of the first movies, though, or, or I should say it's probably the only movie in the franchise that I didn't hate the villain, like, or I wasn't immediately pissed off at how stupid the villain was in general. Because all of these Jurassic Park movies have the their super billionaire rich idiot wants to do something stupid and actually does something stupid and then the rest of the movie starts right um and this one it wasn't so bad of a a villain where he still has poor motivations right uh he still is trying to uh take advantage of the dinosaurs genetic power and that sort of stuff that's kind of a given like someone's trying to always take advantage of the dinosaurs in uh, in this universe but for whatever reason i just didn't feel as negative towards him as i did for every other movie because every again like i said every movie started off with something really stupid happening like the people parasailing right next to the island full of dinosaurs or uh <laughs> the people vacationing or just like basking on the beach and then you know letting their kids go play and while there's dinosaurs over there and uh and then they opening up uh, more explorations and stuff. Jurassic World. They're gonna just go back to the island and do the same thing we did in the first movie. Like, all, there's always like all this stupid stuff. But in this one, 
it didn't start that way. Like the beginning of the movie is there are dinosaurs on the main island or main land of the USA. So the stupid stuff already happened. They're already here. Like is you have to we all have to deal with it um sort of thing and um i was okay with that like everything felt fine like this is just a continuation of this story of, of this world or what they're dealing with it so it worked out pretty good um in these jurassic world movies one of the main characters has been the velociraptor blue and in this movie the progression of blue is that blue has reproduced blue has a baby and blue was able to do this by herself because she is the only velociraptor um that survived all of this stuff from the previous movies and so she was able to reproduce somehow and they do explain that in the movie so she has a new baby and the baby's called beta they, they, they were named named the baby beta so um I really like Blue. Again, she's like one of the heroes of the first two movies, and you know, taking down the T-Rex and the, the the genetically created one and and whatever the second movie was. But uh she was in the movie, yes, but I felt like she could have been in the movie more, and that's kind of one of the things that like I'll I'll bring it down a notch a little bit because she was really you know cool to have it bond with uh the chris pratt character uh, owen uh they have that bond they have that respect they don't you know attack each other and stuff um like that i would have liked to have seen blue a lot more in this movie because she's basically the beginning her baby gets kidnapped and they have to go rescue it uh, but you don't see blue again until the end and she doesn't do anything really uh, for the movie so i really really would have liked that to have been uh different for this movie um other than that like i said the the casting all of it really really good i really enjoyed uh, the new characters the returning characters from the jurassic world uh the returning characters for the original cast which we'll, we'll touch on in a little bit um the plots were fairly solid. It wrapped up the story decently. Um, they actually could still make more movies in this universe. It's not like all of the dinosaurs died or all of the people died or anything like that. So they could if they really wanted to. Um, but you know, ending it here is totally fine too. It's just it's a, it's a decent movie. I wouldn't flock to the theater to go see it unless you are like an audiophile type of person. You really love the hearing the sounds of all of these different dinosaurs. I think that's probably the biggest part of, of watching it in the theater is hearing the, you know, the subwoofers going off when all of the dinosaurs are growling or stomping or whatever. That's probably the biggest thing uh, more than the visuals to me. Um, even though the visuals are also fairly good. Um, some of the dinos did look like maybe there were some on the practical effects side and those didn't look as great to me in, in some parts um i think that one uh dinosaur that you're gonna share later on um at the end of the of, of all of our slides and stuff i didn't like the way that one looked which you're saying is not a dinosaur but like i didn't like the way that one looked in general because uh, that one looked more practical effect to me uh but in general you know it was it was fine you know uh again i watched all six of the movies so i 
I get to see what the T-Rex originally looked like in the first Jurassic Park and compare it to now. It's obviously a lot better. So, uh, but I do, I, I like the movie and, um, I do recommend as a, someone, if you've watched the other ones, Jurassic world and uh, fallen kingdom, this is a good cap, uh, to the story. If you haven't watched any of the other ones, I think you kind of still need to watch at least Jurassic, um, the last one, the fallen kingdom, just to have a good understanding of what's going on in this movie. Uh, but for what it's worth, it's a pretty good story. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I get that. Like, I don't know the plot's fine. Uh, I get that. It's not like a super strong plot. Um, it, it's not like, you know, super in, intriguing in a, in a sense. And um, the, the criticism is always funny to me for these type of movies. Like, I don't know what critics are expecting going into watching a movie like this. Like, I'm seeing a lot of the criticism. Oh, it just is, like, it's just not, like, a lot of bad, you know, um, basically a lot of bad things are being said about the movie. And it's just, like, the point of the movie is just dinosaurs, big dinosaurs, and people trying to you know navigate life around them like what i don't know what you're expecting going into you know that like i can understand like you know jurassic park 3 for sure that was just a complete clusterfuck and it was just like a bunch of nonsense but i, I thought the storyline like it made sense like it was smooth it wasn't like it, it didn't it didn't like have some kind of like okay what what's going on here how did this happen why are we here why is this happening all of a sudden? It was smooth. Like, it made sense, everything that happened. Like, you talk about Blue um, and how he's not further in the movie. Yeah, it kind of makes sense why he, or she is not further in the movie. Uh, it kind of makes sense because of the fact that how was Blue going to end up in another country with them? Mm-hmm. Um, it would be kind of difficult to do that. because, And it makes sense why they're going to that country. It's not just out of the Blue. They're following, uh, no pun intended, um, they're 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 following uh, to the the girl Macy because she gets kidnapped. They're trying to hide her because we find out in the last movie, The Fallen Kingdom, she's a clone of uh, the person that um, of the of, of uh, what's his name? Um, was it ha- not Hammond? The other. Um, I forgot um, the older guy that died. The, and... the last one. Let mm-hmm. me hold on. I have it. Well, she's she's a clone of Charlotte Lockwood. Right, Charlotte the... Lockwood, but Ma- Macy the... Lockwood is right. the, the Lockwood is like the he's like supposed to be John Hammond's partner, like the grand, like the older Lockwood gentleman that's right. in Fallen Kingdom. Um, and in that movie, they show that he has her daughter, his daughter, clone. Uh, but mm-hmm. you find out something different in this movie. But the the story is like obviously she's been hiding because there's a lot of people that are gonna want to find her, in particular the people that are still trying to do certain things with Jurassic the dinosaurs and stuff because she's a clone and they want to see how they how she was able to be created, you know, so flawlessly. Um, and they want to kind of replicate that with the dinosaurs and try to do certain things. So they're trying to hide her from the rest of the world. And um, she ends up getting kidnapped, kidnapped and going into this, uh, you know, this other country over and then they have to follow her to get her. So that makes sense. Like, you know, it's it's smooth. It goes there. And then you see 
from there they go um, to the place where the, the the island where the dinosaurs are at because they're trying to get her back because that's what they find out where that's where she is. Um, and you know, and, and the interesting thing, you know, the 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 villain in here, or like the main bad guy in here, Dotson. I'm wondering. I don't know if he is he the same Dotson from the first movie. Like, is that a coincidence? Like, is he a, a related to that Dotson? It's a it's a very small thing. It's kind of turned into a meme over the years. Like, have you ever seen that meme where it's like, we have dots in here, we have dots in here. See, nobody cares. And then there people mm -hmm. make a, a, a meme out of it. Like, oh, we have this thing here, we have this thing here. Yeah, see, nobody cares. Um, but Dotson, is, he's like, like, he's like literally like in like a five-minute scene, if that, in mm -hmm. the first movie. Um, and I just saw it interesting. He doesn't have a first name, but in here, obviously, he has a first name. And I'm as curious to know if he's that same Dotson. Um, if I'm gonna, I got like the ID and B pulled up. I'm going to say no on that because it's Dogson. Um, that his character's name is uh, Dod Dodson, which is D-O-D-G-S-O-N as opposed to D-O-T-S-O-N. Um, no, it, it, in, in, um, it's spelled the same way. And okay, it's spelled the same way. Yeah, when you look well, at the, he, it's not credit. pulled up on IMDb as him being the same character because no, it do, it doesn't mention it. It it, it, he do, it doesn't say it. So I was just curious, like you know, it'd be interesting if that somehow was, or if they were just kind of doing using that name as like you know a fun little Easter egg or something. That'd be interesting to know as well. Which they but, did Easter egg with him uh, with the Barbasol can because he had yeah. the Barbasol and can the, in his exactly. uh, thing. Exactly. That's why I was curious. Like, I don't know if that was the same thing they were trying to do because, like I said, I, I'm like I said, I'm looking at the credits in in Jurassic Park, the original movie, the first one uh, played by Cameron Thor. His credit is just just Dodson, D O D G S O N, and then obviously in here he is Lewis Dodson, um, and Dodson in that movie he's like in his. Like he's probably the same age as what uh, Laura Dern and um, and uh, Sam Neill would be like in that movie. So now he's like all much older, just like them. So I wonder if like they were doing that, but I don't know if it, like I said Easter egg because like you said they do have that other thing where the embryos and the shaving cream uh, where Wayne Knight's character gives him and the or gives Dotson. In the first movie, so I was just curious to see that. But yeah, like I said, like I said, to get back, I was kind of sidetracked onto Dotson and trying to get too much into him. But I did like the storyline overall. I thought it was smooth. It was fun. Um, the only thing I'd say, I, I wish there were more dinosaur scenes. Um, yeah, the, I kind of I felt the same way. Yeah, yeah, I I feel like they, like I liked the new dinosaurs they introduced, and we'll get into those in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I wish there was more scenes with them fighting dinosaurs because there was it felt like there was just more so just them fighting people as opposed to dinosaurs in certain scenes. And I feel like it would have been cooler if more dinosaurs were involved um over excuse me, overall. But yeah, let, let's kind of get into uh parts of the movie. I know the one of one of the cool aspects of this movie is like the original cast meets the new world if you will like so you see 
them kind of meeting each other and you know they know of each other because they're you kind of obviously both um both Ellie Shatler and Alan Grant and uh, Ian McCollum or yeah uh Ian McCollum are or Malcolm McCollum Malcolm are like you know they're famous in a sense they're you know paleontologists uh Ian McCollum I can't forget Malcolm what is he's Malcolm. like uh, Malcolm no no I, I know Ian Malcolm but um, I, I forget what his like title is. Is he's like a chaos theory guy or something? I forget his official like title title as as far as what he's supposed to be. Um, but yeah, so they know of them, and then obviously they showed like Sam Neil knows who Chris Pratt is because he trained Raptors and uh, Sam Neil's character. Uh, uh, excuse me, Alan Grant is like very fascinated with the Raptors, so he's like, "Wow, you actually like you know worked with them and trained them. That's that's interesting." So yeah, they, you kind of see them meeting up like that. What, what were your thoughts on that? Dem, you know, it was kind of smooth. I thought it was kind of smooth how they kind of came together. It didn't seem forced, right? Yeah, because uh, they basically were on two different paths throughout the whole movie, and it was the Maisie character that brought them together uh, as uh, Owen and Claire relatively adopted. Basically, they adopted her in the last movie. Um, and so they're her foster parents or her just her mom and dad, basically, um, them searching for her since she was kidnapped and searching for blue while they're trying to figure out one of the, the, one of the things that I didn't like about the movie is their plot point for the original cast is although like them being involved is fine. Uh, them being involved because of locusts, uh, being the actual, like problem that was uh in this movie like a, that they like that a they prehistoric like a prehistoric locust i guess just the locusts in general whether they're small or gigantic it didn't matter because they're bugs and nobody likes bugs uh but just that being the reason is like eh, i mean it's not a problem it it, it works um uh, fine it's just i would have wished it was something different or better or specifically dinosaur related since they're just bugs i mean they could be because i don't i don't know if they were saying that they were prehistoric lo locusts that are just giant and they, they were resurrected or they were actually because the uh the actual guy that's been in all of these movies uh the the one asian guy who's what is it was it Henry Wu, uh Henry Wu, Henry, played by bd wong He's been in all of these movies and he's made all of these different genetically uh, enhanced and manipulated dinosaurs. He's been the problem and he made these locusts um, and I wish he had made something else. But I also at the same time, it's refreshing that it's not another genetically modified dinosaur because they already did that with the the not t-rex in the first Jurassic right. world movie and then the the raptor in the last one and then now they have more raptors in this one um like but still like he's been making all of these different uh creations and it's been his fault but it being locust is just kind of like uh well, why would that prompt um like ellie and and in this case uh alan like sure they they did it because the movie needed something but like they're not dinosaurs and they weren't like it wasn't a prehistoric thing it's just they were really large bugs so why would that um 
bring them in involved. And I just didn't want to see bugs or rather something more intriguing in general. Um, well, they explain it in the movie why they're because just because in the beginning when when uh, they show in the scene where the farm or wherever the ranch or whatever it is, right? Yeah, it's a crops. And then when she get when Ellie Shatler gets onto the Ellie Shatler gets onto the scene, um, she's talking to the ranch owner or farm owner or whatever she is, and she's like, um, you know, um, like everyone's into dinosaurs now, so this is like no one's really doing stuff like this. So this is like because of that, it's you know, she, she doesn't just want to do dinosaurs anymore. She wants to take, and obviously this is an epidemic like that's happening because these damn things are eating all the crops and it's it's actually to the point where if they don't stop these things uh the world is going to end because they're going to infest the entire world and eat every every crop and everyone's food and um and it's going to become basically like a dystopian world where uh where everything like a just disaster um and then obviously the the reason for um Dr. Henry Wu, the reason he wants Beta and Macy is because of their specific DNA, the way they were created. Again, they're both clones, essentially. Uh, like you explained, uh, Blue was able to kind of, um, like, she she basically uh, was able to uh, um, have Beta without any, like, you know, um, without another mate, she was able just to create her. So it's kind of cloned her in a sense. So she's like a clone of uh, Blue, if you will, and Macy as well as a clone. So they basically want she he wants that specific DNA that could something with it that can he can create this other locust that can kind of spread into the existing ones, and then that would basically kill off the locusts. Uh, so that's the reason, for, obviously, behind why they're going after him. Um, yeah, and that, and, and that's, and that's, I understand that part. What I'm saying is, uh, to that end, why <coughs> Ellie, in particular, she's not a dinosaur. She's not a paleontologist. She, she's a paleobotanist. She doesn't dig up dinosaur bones. She actually researches ancient plant life. So. What's that got to do with locusts? Now, locusts are eating, they're up eating the crops. They're eating stuff. up, yeah, but they're not ancient crops. They're eating up regular crops. Yeah, but that's either way, like I get it. It's a movie needs a plot, but it's still more. I would have rather it been something that is actually ancient and something that's more in her direct field. Is because if it was really a bug problem, again, they're huge gigantic bugs but there, there wasn't anything saying that they were directly you know uh bugs from the cretaceous period or something like that um regardless i just wanted something better than that plot point is all i'm trying to say um it's fine enough but that's just like the, probably the weakest part of the movie is that plot point and um we just don't want to see bugs that's all i'm just trying to say uh, that's fair. And it's um, a dinosaur movie. There's bugs. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Like I said, I thought those were prehistoric locusts because they're not regular sized locusts. They're, oh, locusts aren't that no. giant. So uh, clearly, there there's something different about those. Uh, 
but yeah, so uh, moving into the dinosaurs themselves, there's a couple of cool new dinosaurs that were in here, uh, and they finally had feathers. That was uh, that's something that you know, uh, as 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 scientists like paleontologists and archaeologists or paleontologists, archaeologists, not dinosaurs, uh, paleontologists have done more research and stuff into what dinosaurs. Um, like their like their relation to we found out you know they they were probably more related to modern day birds so it would make sense that um theory theorizing or hypothesis hypothesizing that dinosaurs in the past probably they're dinosaurs that also had feathers and it was kind of cool to see them have uh dinosaurs in here finally that had feathers and then going back to the very first movie, they said this literally at the dig site scene with uh, Alan Grant saying that dinosaurs are um, closely related to birds and some should have feathers. They said it in the first movie. And there's been six movies and it took 20 years and six movies for them to actually put dinosaurs in the movie with feathers. And um, these were pretty much the only two i think in the movie that had feathers uh the pyroraptor and i'm gonna try to say it the therizinosaurus um which was a really cool one the pyroraptor was okay but the last one was pretty crazy because uh, from what i was gathering at least I, I, mean, I didn't look this up i don't think this was a, a herbivore or a, excuse me a carnivore uh, whatsoever no. because he was eating like leaves and berries and stuff but still has these gigantic cleavers on finger on his fingers like wolverine and like bats the crap out of that deer it's like get out of here like i don't know what you are uh, <laughs> you're not from my time period Whack. and that thing was decimated uh but huge still like it's not a small right. animal was regardless and um it was part of the end when they was killing the the bigger giant i forgot what it's called it's like a gigantosaurus or something like that uh, yeah, basically yeah. A, a big old bigger t-rex um cool looking dinosaur though and like i said uh, glad to see the feathers and um again those big old meat cleavers on his fingers which don't even uh not even used for meat but i think i read it said that they were those dinosaurs use it to like rake in uh, leaves and other foliage and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they use it for like defense. Maybe they do, like for against like a, a, a T Rex or whatever other type of carnivorous carnivorous. That's it. That's the word I'm going for. Um, dinosaur that might try to you know kill them. Maybe that's what they use to uh, attack and. So yeah, that, that was a cool looking dinosaur I had, I had not heard of before. Uh, another weird looking dinosaur. I know you say you didn't like this one, uh, but uh, it's not a dinosaur actually. So the dime, dime, the dime trodon, trodon. We see when they're in underground cave. Um, they're they're going through the cave under, underneath that. That is like uh, Alan Grant, Elise Shetler. Uh, Ian Malcolm and then Macy uh, Lockwood, they're, they're, they're escaping from the underground and going into that. They get kind of stuck there and they're kind of getting out of there. 
And so it was interesting. I was looking into it just to see what the dinosaur. I always like to do that. I always like to see, like, you know, what these movies got right or what they got wrong. And this thing is not even a dinosaur. Uh, it, it predates dinosaurs. So dinosaurs, like, I know, I know general public thinks dinosaurs were the first things, um, like the first real things uh, the, on Earth, but they weren't. The, these things actually predate dinosaurs by 30 million years. So it's it's called uh, what they what they what the group that they belong to is called the Polycosaurus, uh, and they differ from dinosaurs in the early reptiles, but they share mammal-like qualities uh, with the dinosaurs as well. Um, so, like I said, like like thirty years or million years before dinosaurs, uh, they were there, and then. Um, in the in the era, so like obviously the movies are called Jurassic, but uh, there's obviously different periods of where the dinosaurs it was like the Cretaceous, the Trias, the first is Triassic, then the Cretaceous, I believe, and then finally the Jurassic period. There's, and then obviously the dinosaurs. These things, um, the the Pelicosaurus were in the Carbon Carboniferous and the Permian periods. Um, so that was interesting. That was just cool. Like I said, they're not dinosaurs. They're more mammals than reptiles. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was a fun, neat fact. Um, sorry, I, 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 I went into a little science lecture there uh, for people listening. But I just I think that stuff is kind of cool, learning about that kind of stuff personally. So I, it, it, was, it was interesting to me. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, it's kind of funny that they had that in there and they said it was like essentially a movie about dinosaurs, but it's not a dinosaur at all. It's they portray it as a dinosaur, but it's not a dinosaur. But yeah, that's that's what I was saying uh, earlier. That's the one that I didn't like because it was really um visually the, the it looked terrible because it looked it looked more practical effect than CG, like so that that's my assumption, but it didn't look very good like i feel like they could have touched it up some um it just because there was multiple of them it wasn't just one uh they were going through the cave and they were just kind of surrounded by it but they just they just looked like they were moving so uh rigid they're very rigid looking and um i didn't like the way they uh they, they appeared on screen but um i do like me some science stuff i actually want to ask you uh Salim, uh, in a slight tangent, because uh, when I grew up back in the 90s, one of the things that I did pretty much all the time was, one, I watched my Chicago Bulls championships VHSs, my mm-hmm. uh, my Michael Jordan VHS tapes, like Airtime, and um, I forgot the other one when he came back from retirement. Uh, but I watched those like religiously almost every day right and the other thing that i watched was the discovery channel uh-huh. almost all the time and uh they had those two like my two favorite parts of the year was shark week and dinosaur week and right. i wanted to know if you had a preference did you like shark week more or darn it dinosaur week more oh 100 dinosaur week uh, to this day I love anywhere I go, like when I go to a museum or something, and you know that they'll have like um, various exhibits and and like they'll have like a like a, a short films on educating on subjects. I love going into the dinosaur ones. 
I love it. I just love the at the them, you know, doing the live animations of the dinosaurs. Uh, I sometimes, I'll to be honest, to this day, I'll sometimes go on YouTube and look up old shows of them talking about the dinosaurs and things like that. It just, I've always found that fascinating. Um, like I remember, I remember before I realized I'm too stupid to go into a science field. I wanted to get, go into kind of stuff like that. Um, yeah, same. I, I, I skipped around from that to like astronomy. Um, it's just not too difficult. I'm too dumb for those those <laughs> two subjects. So, um, uh, that's why I went into business, uh, finance degree. <laughs> that's the smartest I can be is a finance degree. I can't get smarter than that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I yeah, I, I love that stuff. I, I I get really geeked out over it, and I love learning about those different various things. Um, but yeah, definitely dinosaur. I'm more of a dinosaur week guy than a shark week. And I remember, like I said, I used to also, I don't know if you, obviously Jurassic Park was huge when we were in, in the 90s and when we were uh, growing up. Um, did you did you buy like the toys too, like the, the vehicles and the various little dino, uh, dinosaurs? No, um, I don't think I had any dinosaur toys now that I think about it. The only thing I had was Marvel toys, <laughs> X-Men toys. Um, but yeah, like, uh, they were around and stuff. I, like I said, I only watched the first two movies. So the second one came out in '97. By then, I think I was done with. Uh, yeah, I think I'm. I'm like what four stuff. years older than you. I think I'm like. I have four no years idea. Older. I have no idea how old you are, Celine. <laughs> We've been friends for so long. We've never really uh, talked about that. No, nope. I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think I got like four years on you because you're the same age as Jonathan, right? No, I am older than Jonathan. Oh, are you okay? So maybe like you're two, three. Oh no, years. you're like Karina's age, right? Uh, I'm older than Karina too. Oh really? Okay, so maybe I'm only like two, three years older than you. Two years older than you. Eighty-five. Yeah, two years older than you. I was eighty-three. Um, okay. okay, fair enough. Uh, I guess I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but yeah. So yeah, that definitely interests me more so than anything. Uh, like shark related, the dinosaur stuff, and the dinosaurs in space is what interests me the most. <laughs> dinosaurs in outer space. That's that's what interests. What is that from? What dinosaurs outer in outer space? Yeah. No, I and outer oh, space. Oh well, I was like, two separate... what is this fascinating thing? No, 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 no. Like two to separate topics. <laughs> no, no, no. Two, those are. The, in regard to science, those are my like two favorite topics. I'm thinking like them having like a little dome helmet on. And <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, this sounds like a great movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, that's. I think that's our final thoughts uh, on Jurassic Park. Did you have anything else to add? Um, just like uh, I think I was. I was going to pull together like a small list of uh, dinosaur facts to you know to debunk some things i didn't have time to put it together but one thing i do wanted to throw in there is just a reminder that the velociraptor is the way they depict them in the jurassic park movies that's not a direct velociraptor because velociraptors are significantly smaller than what they show them in the movies i forget the actual raptor um species that uh that is that size i think it starts with a d uh something like that but velociraptors much smaller uh still way cooler of a name 
than right. um, the ridge, like what they're supposed to be. And that's why they went with Velociraptor as opposed to the official, uh, the, the correct name. Uh, Cause it just sounds a lot better. And just like you were saying, like the, all of the dinosaurs aren't all in the Jurassic period. They're, you know, most of them actually come from the Cretaceous period, but Cretaceous Park and Cretaceous World don't sound as good as Jurassic Park. Or Triassic. Or Triassic. Triassic, exactly. So they just kind (laughs) of go with whatever sounded better. Um, Then they continue to go on with their same continuity because there's also that one dinosaur that's in the first movie that is uh that kills i forget the character's name but the one that was stealing the the the, the samples in the barbasol can he kills him in the in the, tr- the ju- truck uh that has like the big f- fin and the, the spit and they brought it back for uh for this movie but that dinosaur doesn't have the the fin that it's not supposed to have that and it doesn't spit acid so it's kind of like a uh, a unique thing for the franchise so they just kind of go with uh whatever works best they still because every time i see like these uh paleontologists these experts oh it shouldn't be this way and yada yada this movie's so inaccurate and stuff like that I was like well yes thank you for your time but it also needs to be entertaining so it can't be perfectly accurate so um, stuff like that happens all the time with uh, Jurassic Park. But I think just knowing that Velociraptors are way smaller than what they show them in the movie is uh, interesting. Yeah, definitely. I want to give a shout out to Lero, uh, my guy, Lero Golden, who said we have a show on uh, Barroom Bulls 101, uh, no longer uh, active at the moment. But yeah, I went to see the movie with him and his son, and yeah, he mentioned uh, his son told him during the scene uh, with the the Terizinosaurus, I guess that uh, because his son's a huge dinosaur like lover as well, and he does like the research on the dinosaurs, and I guess the he he found out that that's a herbivore and that he won't eat the deer. He told him that during the movie. Um, and in general, his son was like geeked out over the movie too. It was fun. It was cute. It was fun to see. Uh, so shout out to Lero. Uh, had a really fun time watching that movie with him and hanging out with him as well. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much a wrap for today's episode. Uh, obviously, please give us a check out. Give give us a, our video a like if you're still watching. Uh, Cliff, I know you hang out with us. I think you're the only one who hangs out with us the entire time. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how many people watch the whole show live. Uh, I hope a lot of people do. Uh, be fun if that'd be fun to know at least a decent amount of people uh, hang out with us. But yeah, uh, please give us video a like if you're watching. Um, check out our previous shows that you may have missed, and check out all the other stuff Barroom does, like a lot of beers, bulls, um, Blackhawks, baseball content. Um, yeah, just a lot of fun stuff. So. Give them, give them a like as well and check out the shows, whether it's on the video or the podcast site. But yeah, that's pretty much a wrap for today's episode uh, for myself and for Carl. Uh, we will see you guys next time. All right. Have a great evening.